0: The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more
1: coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Committee
2: for today, Monday, March 6, 2023. May the clerk please call the roll.
3: Councilmember Benson. Scott Benson, aye. Councilmember Waters. Present. Council member Santiago Romero present. Madam chair, you have a quorum present.
2: Thank you, Madam clerk. I will move us now over to our minutes. We did receive our minutes from our prior session, which was on February 20th. Is there a motion to approve our minutes?
4: Motion.
2: Without objection, we will be approving our minutes from our last session. For chair remarks, just want to remind everyone that today we do have dangerous buildings hearings at 1:30. We also have a lengthy agenda. We'll try to keep us on time to allow us some space before our hearings today at 1:30. We will now move into public comments. Is there anybody here in person that would like to make public comments? We have one. We have two people here in person. If if you would like to each take a seat just turn on your mic we will set we will leave public comment open until 10 10 a.m. Ms. Mitchell how many hands do we have raised online?
3: Good morning, Madam Chair. We have 5 hands raised.
2: All right. Everyone will have 2 minutes for public comment. Give us a second to put our timer on the screen. Everyone will have 2 minutes. We will start with our folks in person once we have our timer up. And again, I will be cutting off public comment at 10 at 10 AM. So if you want to make public comment now, please raise your hands before I cut off public comments. And we can begin here. If you can please state your name for the public, and whenever you're ready.
5: Yes, my name's Robert Carmack. Good morning, council. Good morning, everybody. Uh, I got the report from LPD on uh, investigation on Mayor Duggan. That investigation was handed over to counsel. It was given to all of you. This, L, this uh, uh, investigation was incorrect. There's a lot of lies and so forth. I forwarded the file to get a copy of the private memo that he's given you, which they won't give to me. You need to open up a public, public investigation on this. You can do this in this committee, this is public safety. You can look into this, this man has brought false charges on me. He has uh, done many things that is improper as a mayor of Detroit. He has broken the charter, he has broken the law at the state of Michigan. Can't you have something done in this committee? This is public safety, right? I don't feel safe. Matter of fact, I got arrested falsely. I got thrown in jail. I got accused of a crime, was in the court for five years. There's a lot of bad stuff going around around here. You're carrying out 70 year old women out of this building. You're bringing charges on all different people falsely and then keep them in the court system for three years. You got the buildings closed down. Will you have a hearing on this? Gabrielle.
2: I'm gonna wait until you're done with with your comment. I'm done. Okay, thank you so much. We appreciate you coming in. I'm gonna move us now to our next comments. Thank you for coming in. Please state your name
6: for the public. Wait a minute, wait a minute. My name is Ruben Crowley. Hold on for a minute, Mr. Carmack. I just heard you ask this lady a question, and she just disregarded what you said. Now, Gabriella Santiago, Ramirez, you know about these municipal bonds and the legal issuance of hundreds of millions of bonds. that's placed on the necks and the backs of the citizens. You ain't saying nothing. Mary Waters. you know about it, too. You ain't said nothing. Scott Benson approved them. Now, what we got going on is the greatest tax robbery ever against black citizens here in the city of Detroit. All the contracts and grants that come to this city, 77.7% of the black community, majority, supermajority of the city of Detroit receives a small pittance of the contracts and grants that come out this city. Now, if y'all gave them the contracts and the grants, they wouldn't be out here robbing and stealing. And doing all kind of devious things to get little pieces of money. Now, when I'm talking to you directly, that man, Mr. Carmack, just said he was falsely accused of a crime. And you act like he didn't say nothing. And you want to go to the next comment and you couldn't respond to him? What's your problem? I mean, what did you got in take? And uh, Scott Benson, you over there, you going to be recalled, man. Because, look, you didn't approve hundreds of millions of dollars of bonds with this little joker down on the 11th floor. And y'all placed that burden, didn't tell none of us. Nobody in here knew about these 13 bond issuances. That's clearly against state law. Now, we're entitled to know we're entitled to vote on them. Y'all just cannot put burdens of loans on the backs of the citizens of this city and not tell them about it. That's illegal. Scott, you know it's illegal. You James Tate, Mary Sheffield approved those bonds in the formal council. And now you've got six new members that act like what I'm talking about is Chinese. And I'm speaking clear English. This ain't no uh, equation, algebra, algebra equation, this is simple math.
2: Thank you. Thank you both for coming in. We appreciate you coming in again. We're now gonna move into our online public comments.
7: Madam President.
2: Uh, yes, Vice Chair.
7: Um, Just something, and uh, the City Council is not an investigative body. The the City of Detroit does have an investigative office, and it's called the Office of the Inspector General. And if people have issues or concerns, I would suggest that they approach that office and the phone number is easily accessible on Google. A simple Google search will turn up that phone number. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Vice Chair, for sharing that information. Once again, we share it often um, with both of the gentlemen that come into our committee each and every week. Thank you, Vice Chair. We're now gonna move into our public comments for our online callers. Public comments is now cut off. So if you raised your hands now, we will be given two minutes. Ms. Mitchell, whenever you're ready.
3: Madam Chair, the first caller is Karen Winston.
1: Hello? Yes, hello? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear
2: you.
8: Okay, great. Um, um, I'd like to first speak on um, Act 57, 2018. 2018. It has to do with tax abatements and it has to do with um, the brownfield. And basically, it's been recodified. Um, The uh, abatements have been recodified. It's all rolled into one. All of these other, like the Enterprise zone; those no longer work as they did in the past. So you guys going to have to investigate that. Otherwise, you're not doing your due diligence and just approving these um, um, developments. You're you're not doing your due diligence. You're not giving the taxpayers what we're paying your salary for. Okay. So if if you do give it in a enterprise zone or empowerment zone or whatever you want to call it, then one of the uh, prerequisites is. It, uh, the developer or the owner has to live in that purse. Okay, they have to live there. Another thing is it all has to be ADA compliant. They don't get any grandfather clauses involved, uh, instituted into their contracts. It's plain, it's not new. It's been around since the early 2000s. So you guys need to know that. Don't let them come in there bamboozling you, telling you they get grandfathered, they do not. You need an ADA coordinator. Okay, it's not good enough to roll um, ADA into another department. No, you need that department and you need the seniors department. All that talking I listened to um, last week uh, (laughs) about developments, not one word was said about ADA compliance. Not one word was said about seniors, about homeless, about what about um, backup power for our homeless shelters? What about backup power for our senior buildings? These are things you guys need to be involved in, not giving crap away. Get involved in
1: the goodness for the taxpayers, for the people that put you in there and pay your salary. Thank you. The next caller is Larry Donald Verse. Good morning. Good morning. Good
9: morning. All right. Uh, my name is Larry Donald Burson. On this occasion, I'm actually expressing as an individual resident. First, I'd like to thank Santiago Romero, and uh, she may not be present, Councilwoman Calloway, for the kindness and generosity shown to my friend, Mr. Cunningham. Secondly. I'm hoping that when the time comes, all of you will vote positively for an increase in the amount from the city treasury for DDOT. And thirdly, I simply like to make my feelings known that about the uh, tax abatements and favors shown to large corporations. That I believe we've come out much better for the city and the residents, if small businesses, their everyday mom and pops could get rebates, because actually, overall, they're the greatest employers in the city. They employ more people than the large corporations all put together. Thank you. And I yield the balance of my time.
1: The next caller is Mr. Cunningham.
10: So I've been getting death threats, um, subtle death threats. Uh, This is not the first time, but somebody sent me $17 on cash app, but their name was in all caps and it said Dead Fairy was their name, Dead Fairy. Dead Fairy. God hath not given me a spirit of fear, but a power love and a sound mind. I'm not afraid at all. Um, it wasn't a direct statement, but I took it as a threat. Since it said dead fairy, all caps, and the image in the cash app was uh, a mega hat, a uh, Donald Trump, the red and white hat. So I want you to pray in the Holy Spirit for me and my mother for the next couple of days, chant, uh, drink a lot of water. Uh, the hotline number for you to call is 313-444-9114, 313-444-9114 on Facebook, Forced Subservience Cunningham. On Facebook, Forced Subservience Cunningham. I want you under the sound of my voice, to ride public transit, DDOT. I don't care if you got millions, I don't care if you have clout, please don't be so ditty and uppity when you get on the coaches, ask people around them or yourself, what's their experience with DDOT bus? Again, ask the people around you on the bus, um, their horror stories and their good stories about Detroit Department of Transportation. (laughs) Yana na masondo go yana masi, yana Go Yaramasia makai, yana masondo ko, yana masi, yana masan. Ora masan, yana masondo ko, yana masi, yana na na masan, yana masan. Ora masan, yana makai, yana masan, yana masondo Ora Ora
1: The next caller is Carol Hughes.
11: Uh good morning, honorable body. May I speak? Yes, you may. Um on the agenda is 5.1, uh the bus. Um yes, I'm in agreement with Ms. Uh, Winston that you guys need to look into how you're spending our money and how you're granting these brown fields uh they aren't being uh beneficial to the citizens mr carmack also has asked you to open an investigation which is um, your your duty to do Uh, when you see a citizen come to you and say that they have been harmed you can open up an investigation as well. And I have tried with the audit department and you you all have the ability to to do to do that. As Mr. Oberton has told you, we have had bonds taken out and I have shown you where we have paid for the Q line, at least bond money for the Q line, and now it's in someone else's hands. That's an investigation that you all should launch not us you uh 5.5 uh mr tate's questions to about the Heinz properties has not been answered so i would like to see the answers to those questions that were asked 6.2 is another fleecing of our funds uh increasing funds and scope i thought you know I don't, i'm not sure how this is working but it's actually fleecing the citizens uh, 6.6 to 6.8 is an extension of time for prop in money. When we have all of these emergencies that are being rescinded, we actually have 6.13 to 6.35. There are deferrals of emergency uh, demolitions. This is a game that you all are playing. And I really believe that we should rescind the proposition in bond because you're not using it and you're misusing uh, our city funding by continuing to put... uh uh uh, properties on for demolition emergency demolitions and then take them off and then put them on and take them off that is a fleecing of the people please use the proposition in bond money properly thank you
1: the next caller is caller number ending in five three four Yes. Good morning. May I be heard? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Uh, I second the
12: emotions of the previous callers. Um, the uh, the First of all, there was a lot of misinformation told to voters to get the proposition and passed. And of course, the big dark
1: money came in to get it passed. So, yeah, we keep getting...
2: Ms. Warwick you may have unmuted, you may have muted yourself.
1: Can we pause her time? Thank you. Ms. Warwick, can you hear us? Ms. Warwick, we're gonna have to come back to you.
2: You may have muted yourself. Ms. Mitchell, do we have more callers?
3: Yes. Um... We can put her at the end of the call. Yes, please, we can go back to her, yes. Okay, Um, the next caller is
1: Miko Williams.
13: Hi, good morning, can I be heard please?
1: Yes, we can hear you.
13: Yes, hi, Um, I have tried to reach out to you, Chairperson Gabriela Santiago Romero, uh, since last July. Uh, of 2022 to talk with you about um, stopping the Detroit water shutoffs uh, by um, talking about codifying the um, language to make water shutoffs illegal and to also institute a 45 to 60-day medical hold. Um, Your former predecessor, Raquel um, Lopez, has advocated for a longer medical hold for uh patients and for residents that were having their water shut off that were having um medical health issues i've also tried to reach out to your office in regards to having a conversation with you around your plans and development around stopping the water shutoffs and i have not heard from you i have heard from your staff but i have not heard from them in over uh three to four months since the year began i am lobbying for all the council members to please do whatever they can in their respective uh, legislative uh, duty to stop the water shutoffs. Stop letting Gary Brown, the director, come down to you and making these presentations. And then you have residents coming down there saying that they cannot uh, pay their water bills and such. This council has a duty to legislate in the charter. It's already done. Work has already been done through proposal P uh, legislation that was shot down by big money interest in Horace Sheffield and Mayor Mike Duggan that we can stop shutting off water, we can make water shutoffs illegal to all residential properties in the city of Detroit. Abandoned houses and corporations should not get free water. Residents' lives matter. All Detroit lives matter. And let me just say this, uh, thank you, Mary Waters, for all of your work in the state house. Uh, Please bring all of that work, the same energy here to the city of Detroit. Thank you.
2: Thank you Miko for flagging this for us. We're all searching for your for your information now and I do see that you emailed us late last year. I just really encourage folks to send another follow-up message the ones that we often receive per my last email. Unfortunately, we get hundreds of emails a day. Um, So please ensure to bump your email if you do miscommunications from us. I do see the last time that we heard from you was late last year, um, that one time. So please do um, call us like you did today to let us know, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Um, Yeah, we're all checking. We haven't received anything uh, as of late, but... I do see the the one communication we got from you last year, and we'll get back to you soon. Ms. Mitchell, who's next?
1: The next caller is Kim Jackson. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Good
14: morning, my name is Kim Jackson. I'm the president of number 11, the Police Community Council Relations, uh, Community Relations. And I have a question regarding Airbnb. Um, I know they're popping up everywhere. We had an incident where an Airbnb was shot up, then the next day it was set on fire. Um, a lot of these Airbnbs, and I'm not going to say a lot, that's not fair. Some of these Airbnbs are being used as clubs. Um, this one particular one that was shot up was used as a club. Uh, girls in the street, dancing, swimming pool parties, blocking traffic, it's becoming a nuisance in our residential area. My question is, there is nothing on the books for the officers to do or how to handle. How many times does an officer have to come out before something is being done with these Airbnbs? So I don't know if there's something on the books, if there's something that needs to be placed on the books, but what can be done about these Airbnbs? a lot of them are out of control and there's nothing no one can do and when you start having gunshots and homes being set on fire in the neighborhood we need to make sure there's something implemented for these officers to be able to shut down these airbnbs
10: thank you
2: thank you vice chair
7: all right thank you and thank you ms jackson ms jackson is a president of the detroit of the city of detroit's 11th precinct community um, policing organization and so thank her for those comments and that issue and there is nothing that stops the police department from shutting down a nuisance property and we can take a look at that and if you'll send my office the address we will request the chair of this committee to line on that specific property but we can also have this conversation as a body legislatively and see if there are other or additional protections we can provide to the community via regulations of short-term rentals thank you <coughs>
3: thank you vice chair Madam Chair, yes. Um, we can go back to caller ending in five three
1: four. Okay. Yes. Hello. Can you hear me? I'm not sure what happened. My
12: internet went completely out.
2: We can hear you, Miss Warwick.
12: And okay. How much did you get to hear of what I said before? Did it drop right away?
2: No, you were at about one thirty. So, if we can set her time to a minute thirty, please.
12: Thank you for coming back to me. Okay, yes. let me know when your time's running because I can't see the 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 the, the thing.
2: We're ready please. now, Miss Warwick. Whenever you're ready.
12: Okay, great. So, as I was saying, um, I've referred matters to the Office of Inspector General such as when the city, uh, I watched the city vote to take 55 Mount Vernon out of the tax auction. Um, and then it got illegally dropped back into the tax auction after I inquired about it, it seemed. Um, and they didn't take that seriously. Uh, um, and, and 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 Ms. Ha ignored the resolution passed by the city council. It was also ignored by... Uh, Mary Sheffield's office. Also, um, and and if there is abuse of the police, that that should be looked into, like when I got abused at the detention center, when I was, after I was falsely arrested, and uh, I was put in a solitary cell with a camera in it, and then I had three women jump me with my bloody ankle and rip my clothes off and leave me there butt naked in a cell with to put on a Bam Bam suit, a tear-resistant gown. So uh, that needs to be investigated. I will try and see if Ms. Howe will investigate that. But you all have the subpoena power, as you have been told. You should use it. Show us that you care about us as much as you care about developers. Now, another situation of abuse that the OIG is not looking into um, is when the city took the 498 Peterborough out of the tax auction to give to Midtown Inc. for less than $3,000.
1: Uh, Mr. Benson, you work used to work for Ms. T- in Midtown. Madam Chair, that concludes public comment. Thank you, Ms. Mitchell.
2: I will move us along now to the rest of our agenda. Under unfinished business, items 5.1 and 5.2, are both items from my office. Is there a motion to discuss 5.1 and 5.2 together? Motion. 5.1, thank you, Vice Chair. 5.1 was a request to line item this uh, notion around restoring the high quality to, to our bus service in the city by increasing the budgetary funding to the Detroit Department of Transportation and expressing respect to Detroit Department of Transportation coach operators and drivers. We were asked to bring this back. Mr. Washington, do you have any updates from the administration regarding 5.1? And good morning, Mr. Washington.
15: Morning, Madam Chair and Committee. Malik Washington on behalf of the mayor's office. Um, I do know that DDOT and HR are having conversations on some of those solutions that we've talked about with your office. Um, so if we could bring this back in two weeks, we hope to um, be able to have an update.
2: Thank you. And if we can have a formal update with the questions and, and the solutions that you're working towards that would be much appreciated. Thank you, Mr. Washington. Is there a motion to bring back 5.1 in two weeks?
1: Motion.
2: Without objection, we will do so. 5.2 is a memo relative to a truck study request at Rosa Parks and Canfield Streets. Mr. Washington, it's, I see here that there was a response sent can
1: you just share with the public um, whether or not this traffic study can be done? One moment, please. Trying to find my email here. I believe, if I'm not mistaken,
15: um, after the traffic study was completed, um, it was determined that there was a
1: traffic uh, traffic lights were not needed at this intersection. One moment. Yes, um, so per the department, based on the traffic counts, um, pedestrian counts, and peak hour
15: delay and crash experience, um, the intersection did not meet or warrant a uh, traffic signal at this time. Um, yeah. So they'll continue to monitor for future references, but that was what the department
1: determined. All right, and that written response was sent to my office. Yes, ma'am. Yes, it was it sent this morning. Thank you. I am
2: having technical difficulties on my ends logging into emails and everything, so I apologize for that. Um, I'm working with DoIt on that right now. Um, but if you have, re- if we have uh, received uh, that response in writing, then I uh, feel comfortable. Um, Receiving and filing this. Is there a motion to do so?
10: Motion.
2: Without objection, we will receive and file 5.2. 5.3 is another memo for my office. Is there a motion to discuss? Motion. Thank you, Vice Chair. This 5.3 is a memo regarding a request for LPD to draft a resolution recognizing March as Development Disabilities Awareness Month, we have received that draft. It is later in our agenda. Is there a motion to receive and file? Mm-hmm. Without objections, 5.3 will be received and filed. Moving us to 5.4, this is a request for civil rights inclusion and opportunity departments for definition, similarity, and similarities and differences between small businesses and micro businesses. Member Waters, is there a motion to discuss? And if so, I
16: defer to you. Uh, <clears throat> Thank you, Madam Chair, um, discussion? Yes, Member Waters. Okay, we, uh, we have not received the response, so is there anyone online from Creole who could answer this question for me? Mr.
2: Washington.
15: Yes, Madam Chair, we do have Anthony Xander as well as Tanika Griggs online.
2: If we can move them both over as panelists.
1: Chair, they have both been promoted.
2: Okay, I see our director here. I'm going to give it one second. Thank you both for joining us. If you wouldn't mind stating your name and title for the public.
4: Good morning, honorable body. My name is Anthony Zander, Director of CREO.
3: Good morning, everyone. Tanika Griggs, the Director of Compliance for CREO, and the interim Deputy Director.
2: Thank you both for joining us this morning. I'm going to defer to Member Waters.
16: So good morning, uh, Mr. Zander and, and team. Um, I just want to ask you if you could explain both for myself and, and the public the, the difference between a small business and a micro business, at least how CREO defines it.
4: So uh, through the chair, so the difference between the micro business and a small business is essentially the gross revenue cap. So any business that's gross, as an annual gross revenue of less than a million dollars is considered micro, anything above that, they are considered small. And that's essentially the, the difference between the two.
16: Oh, well, that, well, you made that sound simple. So do you know <laughs> off the top of your head then how many uh, we have that um, that are pre-certified?
4: Yes. So the current number of Detroit small business is 56, micro is 32.
16: 32 and 65, are you able to share what it will cost them to be certified with CREO?
4: So yeah, so what you have is the, on the website, we have our fee schedule. And -hmm. our fee schedule is based upon the actual gross receipts of the actual, um, of the the organization. So anything that's micro, which is a million dollars or less, the fee is $500. That's
16: an annual fee? Yes. All right. And then over a million dollars for the small business category is about what?
4: So once you get over a million dollars, but less than 5 million, you have 1,500. And once you're over 5 million, the fee is 2,500. All right,
16: okay. Well, that answers uh, my question then. Thank you so very much, Mr. Xander. Thank you. <laughs> All right then. Thank you, Madam Chair.
2: Thank you, thank you, Member Waters. Are you then satisfied with 5.4 member waters? Uh, yes. All right.
16: Yes. So, Dr.
2: Powers, quick question. This was just a discussion. Given that we have given her the information that she needs moving forward, we don't have to file or bring back or anything. We just leave it as is, and our next agenda will be will be fine moving forward.
8: If you're finished with the item, ma'am, and there's no more action to be taken, Mm -hmm. then you should just receive and file since it's on your calendar. We should receive and file the discussion. Right. The discussion is received and filed. Just want to double check. Thank you,
2: Dr. Powers. Motion. To receive and file. Thank you, Member Waters. Thank you, everyone. Moving us along to 5.5. This is a memo relative to questions regarding the parcel and property sales to Hans Group. This is from our pro tem's office. We were requested to bring this back in one week. Is there a motion to do so?
16: Motion.
2: With that objection, 5.5 will be brought back in one week. 5.6 is a memo through council president's office relative to a request for reports on the 36 district court cases falling within right to council guidelines. Is there a motion for discussion? Thank you, Vice Chair. Long, do we have an update?
17: Yes, uh, good morning through the Chair, Graham Anderson Law Department. And first, let me say welcome back from Seattle, uh, members. (laughs) Uh, I hope you had an informative and uh, wonderful time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But to the topic, um, uh, what we have found out is the income information is not collected by, income information is not collected by the courts. so what we have is just our best estimates using other data um, collected uh, from the city. So in that, we estimate 70 to 80% of tenants would be eligible for right to council. Now, of course, once right to council um, is more up in motion and we have um, – attorneys constantly meeting with people we can then ask information there too and say okay how much do you bring in and we can kind of generate our own data as uh we move forward but at the moment it's a really difficult metric uh to estimate estimate
2: understood thank you lpd
18: thank you madam chair just one question arises through the chair Is the word tenants being used advisedly or i thought the ordinance applies to both tenants and homeowners
2: that's a question I believe for council president that's a great question that's a, I, and I'm not sure what
18: I was really wondering about the lot the lot the whether the law department reviewed it or not I can go back and check the ordinance myself but I was wondering if they were referring specifically only to tenants and homeowners are on their own or not or you know whether that's the number that applies to everybody subject to the ordinance you know what I mean mm.
17: Through the chair, it was my understanding it was used interchangeably, yeah. but uh, I, I, it's definitely worth uh, pinning that down.
2: Yeah, and I, we were, we were uh, asked to bring this back in one week for Council President to reach out to you to see if there are any other questions regarding this item. Excellent, will do. Thank you. Is there a motion then to bring back 5.6 in one week?
15: Motion.
2: Without objection, we will bring back 5.6 in one week. Moving us to 5.7. This is a memo that was sent through our office. This is regarding compliance and a compliance update regarding post construction storm water ordinance.
1: Mr. Washington, is there someone online that is able to discuss this item with us? Chair, sure, no, um, there is no online at this time, but if
15: we could request a one-week bring back on this as well.
2: Okay. Is there a motion to bring back 5.7 in one week? Motion. Without objection, we will bring back 5.7 in one week. 5.8 is a memo relative to a request for information on electric buses. We did receive this information. Is there a motion to receive and file? Motion. Without objection, 5.8 will be received and filed. and 5.10 are both regarding issues that have been brought up by residents during our sessions. Is there a motion to discuss 5.9 and 5.10? Motion. Thank you, Vice Chair. 5.9, Mr. Washington, is there somebody here, Ms. Parker, potentially to give us updates regarding 5.9?
15: Yes, um, Jessica Parker is online, as well as Crystal Rogers.
1: If we can move them both over as panelists. Madam Chair, they have both been promoted. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you both for joining us. If you wouldn't mind stating your names and titles for
2: the
12: public.
19: Yes. Good morning. Jessica Parker, Chief Enforcement Officer for the Building Department. Crystal Rogers, General Manager
20: for Environmental Affairs, Building Safety, Engineering, and Environmental.
2: Thank you both for joining us. Good to see you. Ms. Parker, I'll pick it over to you. Um, Last time we spoke regarding this issue, you let us know that there were about 485 properties owned by Munoz Realty. You mentioned that there were 244 certificates of compliances that were given out with 48 that were... Going to be awarded uh, a certificate of compliance. There were also a number of fees, but wondering where we we are at with the additional certificates of compliance um, and the other issues that we heard regarding blights with some of their properties. And if um, and if you can remind me again when the fees need to be paid.
19: To the chair. Good morning. Um, Yes, the 48 CFCs that we we were in the process of issuing, we had a couple of documents that we needed, additional documents that we needed from Mr. Munoz and his team um, and some additional information. So he is in the process of providing that, um, but we have not issued those CFCs until we can get that additional information. Um, In regards to the tickets that were issued, we were at 162, which amounted to over $55,000. Um, that cost needs to be paid uh, as soon as possible. There are some tickets that are still pending. I can get that breakdown for you. Um, But as far as right now, we are still working with him and he's been more than cooperative to try and um, get those additional documents to us.
2: Okay. I would appreciate a breakdown of what those um, tickets are, and what they're for. Does it show which properties does the tickets show which properties is, is being ticketed, I'm assuming? Okay.
19: Absolutely, it does. And I believe I provided that breakdown to you. But if not, I can um, I can grab it and we send it to you. Shouldn't be a problem.
2: We received it a while ago. Yes, if you wouldn't mind sharing it with us again.
19: Not a problem.
2: Uh, happy to hear you're still working on this issue. We can bring this back in three weeks. Hopefully that's enough for the paperwork to come in. Um, but as always, it's good just to hear where we're at with this issue, since it's something that a lot of residents are following. Um, Do you have any other updates that you would like to share with us?
19: Uh, Not not at this time, but we do understand that the residents are concerned and we are keeping um, a close hand on it and we are in communications with them.
2: Thank you, I appreciate that. We understand. Are there any other questions for my members? Hearing none, thank you both for joining us. Is there a motion to bring back point? Nine in three weeks without objection we'll bring back 5.9 in three weeks 5.10 is regarding thank you both for joining us 5.10 is regarding 8100 school crafts, rodent issues mr. Washington do we have any updates regarding 5.10
1: Uh, madam
15: chair if we could promote crystal rogers again for this item as well
2: oh yes we can
1: madam chair she has been promoted thank you hello again good
9: morning
2: good morning Uh, So you are here to speak with us regarding 5.10. Do you have any updates regarding the rodent issues on 8100 Schoolcraft?
20: What I can say is that this is a demolition site. When last we spoke, uh, the director of the demolition department indicated that uh, and it's true that we, coordinated, we coordinate with demolition on these issues. An inspector was out several weeks ago and did not find any evidence of a rodent infestation. And as her, as the demolition department proceeds with the demolition, if they notice anything, they'll let us know and we'll come out and um, eradicate the rodents as appropriate. But you saw so no point,
1: rodents at
20: the
2: site?
20: Correct. Okay
2: we heard this last time um, I'm not sure if you would know this demo would know this um, I'm assuming the answer is yes but is there a number that residents can call if there were to be rodents or any issues at the site would you know Ms. Rogers
20: Well, if if rodents, not rodents, but if if residents notice rodents, they can call us at Environmental Enforcement or report it on the Improved Detroit app. Our number is 313-876-0426. Again, that's 313-876-0426. So whether they're reporting uh, rodents at uh, a demolition site or at their residence they can call us and we will go out and investigate. The only difference being, if it is a demolition site, we coordinate with the demolition department department to make sure that uh, we work in conjunction and we're not trying to you know, bait for rodents at the exact moment they're demolishing it.
2: Understood. And there is a specific option on improved Detroit for rodents? Yes. Okay. Trying to put it quickly now, but I will take your word for that Ms. Rogers. Thank you. This is very helpful We'll share the number out um, at our monthly meetings as well on how to uh, Report this issue Do we have any other questions for my members seeing none? Thank you, Ms. Rogers. We appreciate the update And Given no further discussion is there a motion to receive and file 5.10 Hearing no objections, 5.10 will be received and filed. Is there a motion to discuss 5.11 and 5.12 together?
12: Mm
7: -hmm. Motion.
2: Thank you, Vice Chair. These are both requests coming from Member Waters. 5.11 being request for information regarding soil testing and access and 5.12 being a memo relative to property management companies and rental certificates of compliance. Member Waters, I'll defer to you for
16: 5.11. Uh, thank you, uh, Madam Chair. I have not received a response. And I know this question, I mean, this has been out there for quite some time, frankly. Uh, could I ask, um, could you uh, ask LPD perhaps?
2: Yes, LPD.
18: Thank you, uh, Madam Chair, and through the Chair to Member Waters. We've been seeking information from the relevant uh, city departments for some time, and we still need some more time. I thought this one was was going to be brought back TBD mm. on that basis. I was surprised to see it there, and I, that's all I have to report right now. It might be good. I spoke with Mr. Whitaker about it. It might be good uh, for either Member Waters or her or staff or both to sit down with Mr. Whitaker and Mr. King and scope it out and figure out what we can do and within how long, there's a, quite a bit of information requested, and we just haven't received it
10: yet.
16: Mm. Uh-huh, so you haven't heard any res- Madam, Madam mm-hmm. Chair, I'm sorry from um, you know demolition department, et cetera, et cetera?
18: We're oh, still awaiting information. We have some information, but we're still waiting some. I so.
16: bet you are. they probably don't intend to respond. So: um, I'm not happy about it. I think this is on purpose. So anyway, um, I'll say TBD right now. Okay. But we will, um, we will have to get involved. Thank you so much. Thank you, Fuchsia.
2: Okay, so 5.11, there's a motion to... Hmm. There's a motion to bring back 5.11 TBD. Without objections, we will do so. Member Waters, I defer to you to discuss 5.12 as well.
16: Well, I, I don't have any information on that either, Madam Chair, so we can bring this back. Um, I could, let me ask LPD, if you don't mind. All right. Okay. How much time do do they think it will take for this one? LPD.
18: Through the chair, it's especially difficult to answer this because the actual connection on the document, there is no connection to it. I don't have the document. I have a file or directory not found. I'm quite sure that it's that it's more than a simple request. I know there's quite a bit of stuff, and we were talking about that, too, and some of it we do not have, and we don't even know if it exists in comprehensive form. Certainly an investigation could be conducted to enumerate numerous property management companies that would re- be responsive to that. So this is another one that I would think TBD and some discussion about how to scope it might be the most effective way. <laughs> All
16: right, Madam Chair. All right.
2: Bring back TBD. So we will we will bring these items both back TBD. Member Waters, if you can just let us know how it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, we usually try to put dates on our bring backs, but yeah. we'll we'll give these TBDs. But just let us know where you're at in the in the process. That'd be very helpful. So there was a motion to bring back five point twelve TBD. Without objection, we will do so. Which now brings us to new business under the Office of Contracting and Procurement. 6.1 is contract number 3062525. Using 100% major street funding, this is to provide computer-aided design drafting, CADD, CAD, engineering software for road design via General Services mm-hmm. Administration supplies Sched- Schedule. This contractor is Bentley Systems, Inc. They are located in Pennsylvania located in Pennsylvania for the total amount of 171,525 with with 8 cents this is for public works is there a motion to discuss or approve 6.1 motion motion to approve are there any objections Hearing 96.1 will be approved. 6.2 is contract number 6003852. This is Amendment Number One, using 100% city funding to provide an increase of funds and amend the scope of services to include sampling and analysis of fill material for environmental supportive services. The contractor is ATC Group Services. They're located in Detroit for the total amount of 225,000, and this is for city demolition. Is there a motion to approve or discuss 6.2? Discussion, Member Waters?
16: Uh, is there anyone on form uh, either, maybe both demolition and OCP? Because I, I need to understand the reason, the rationale for this such an increase. For the amendments. All right, Mr. Washington.
15: Yes, Madam Chair. Um, we do have Director Counts
1: as well as Shakia Sowell online. If we can move them both over as panelists. Madam Chair, they have both been promoted. Good morning. LaJuan Counts, Director of the Detroit
3: Demolition Department.
2: Good morning, Director. Thank you for joining us. Were you able to hear Member Waters' question?
0: I'm sorry, I was not.
2: No worries, Member Waters.
16: Uh, Yes, I, um, could you explain um, to myself and the people the, the rationale for uh, this increase
0: 225,000 dollar increase. Through the share yes yes I can. Um we actually were it, it, there was an issue with um some soil some soil issues um at some previous demolition sites um from a contractor known as Denman. Um and a part of trying to address the concerns um we have been testing these sites to ensure that the material that was in place is acceptable um, with the intention of not only correcting the, the the situation should it, you know, should it be a, an issue, um, but also using that as grounds for um, recapture from the contractor in the event that we have any additional issues. Um, these sites are a part of those sites that I've been having conversations with the council over for the, about the last year. Um, so these are no different than those sites, this is exactly what we're dealing with.
16: Member Waters. And thank you, Madam Chair. So the site was previously tested, right? Initially tested. Then you had to go back and do some initial, some additional testing. Is that what you're saying?
0: Through the chair, no. So these sites were initially approved under a previous soil, process that was before the it predated the demolition department this is under the previous program Um, and so in order to ensure that the material that was placed is acceptable with our current scope as it relates to soil um, we are providing testing for it the the part that had not been planned for which is why the increase is necessary was this is outside of what we had intended for these actual contracts Um, these contracts we were using for our current work and had not planned to address any prior concerns with these contracts. That's why we're requesting the increase.
2: Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Member Waters. Are there any other questions for 6.2? Hearing none, is there a motion to approve?
9: Motion.
2: Are there any objections? Hearing none, 6.2 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Thank you both for joining us. Moving us along to 6.3. 6.3 is contract number 3063150 using 100% city funding. This is to provide an emergency demo at 14964 Kilbourne. The contractor is inner city contracting located in Detroit for the total amount of 15,000. Is there a motion to approve or discuss 6.3? Motion to
9: approve.
2: Are there any objections? Hearing none, 6.3 is approved to be sent to a formal with the recommendation to approve. 6.4 is contract number 6005109 using 100% city funding to provide maintenance operation and public safety headquarters, covering expenses such as utilities, repairs, and equipments the contractor is the building the Detroit Building Authority located here in the city of Detroit for the total amount of two million nine hundred and thirty thousand one hundred and seventy two and this again is for police is there a motion for discussion motion thank you vice chair mr. Washington do we have anybody with us to discuss six point
15: four um yes yeah, so we do have Roger short online I believe he's listed as Roger
2: and then, would we have anybody from OCP?
15: Um, I do not see an OCP rep online, but I can reach out.
2: Maybe Roger has the the answer to my question. We'll see. Thank you, Mr. Washington.
1: If we can move Mr. Short over as a panelist, Madam Chair, um,
3: I do see someone from OCP on here. Um, their name is B. Walker.
2: Okay, if you can, Mr. Washington, I think that that's okay to move move him over to panelists.
15: Madam Chair, sure I believe she may be for another item.
2: Okay, we'll just, we'll hang tight then. Thank you, Ms. Mitchell. Thank you, Mr. Washington. Good morning, Mr. Rogers, if you wouldn't mind sitting your name and title for the public.
21: Sure. Uh, good, good morning, uh, council members. My name is Roger Short. I'm the CFO for the Detroit Building Authority. Welcome. Thank you.
2: Thank you and welcome. I just have one quick question. Um, In the TEDA report, it says that there was not an itemized fee schedule provided to OCP. Were you able to provide that to the office?
21: Yes, Madam Chair, we did provide that uh, over the weekend and I had a conversation with OCP and they have received.
2: Wonderful, would you mind sharing that over with the, um, the committee as well if you haven't already?
21: Okay, I'll be happy to.
2: Okay, thank you. Do we have any questions for my members? Vice Question.
7: Chair? All right through yourselves, Mr. Short, thank you for being here today. <clears throat> a couple questions for me. Number one, why do we have a contract coming before us that expires on June 30th, 2023? So we're looking to contract for close to $3 million for four months? <clears throat>
21: Uh, Good question, uh, Councilman. Remember, uh, due to uh, some technical issues last year, I was uh, unable to get this contract up to OCP timely. And um, so as a result, we're a a bit behind. uh, And that is the reason. What I've committed to with Mr. Jim Glavin is that we would in the future uh, bring a new contract effective July 1st, 2023. And we'll have that contract up to OCP by uh, uh, no later than April. And then we will move forward and make sure that we're timely uh, enacting that contract effective July 1st, 2023.
7: All right. Thank you. And then my next question is going to be, why do we continue to do one year contracts with the DBA? Is that the preferred contracting period? Why not do a four or five year contract if we know that we're going to request a DBA managed services at the uh, public safety headquarters?
21: Through the chair, a uh, very good question again. Historically, we've had this uh, agreement with OCP and the city for approximately 10 years. Um, and each time um, we this conversation came up, it was felt by OCP and the law department that we should just have a single year. Uh, I think most other vendors have multi-year contracts. It, it, it does make sense for us to do that. But initially what happened, uh, Councilman, was that when we started out, we had a contract at lease, and that was always a uh, one year, and they constantly amended it, that contract. So I think that's a great suggestion, and I will take that up with OCP. And when we come before this honorable body, say in April or May, we'll be happy to discuss a more fuller extension of the timeline to three years as opposed to a single year.
7: Okay. Thank you. I'm looking forward to that conversation. And if it comes back that it's preferred at one year, I'd like to find out why yes I mean, why yes, sir. Need to have a one-year contract when we know that we're going to be utilizing those services? I'm sure there is a far more efficient way to do this and do it annually. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Thank you, Vice Chair. And noting that we're going to see an extended, a contract for an extension of time, Mr. Short, do you see us having to need to add any more funding to
21: this contract? Uh, through the Chair, uh, uh Again, no ma'am, we, we don't. This contract uh, is is ex- expire, I'm sorry, it's going to expire June 30th, 2023, which it should. This is a one-year contract. And uh, we are going to bring back a new contract for the fiscal year starting July 1st, 2023. And at that time, uh, I will have a fuller discussion with this body regarding multiple-year contracts with DBA.
2: Understood. Thank you, Mr. Short. Hearing no other questions, is there a motion to approve six point four? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, six point four is approved to be sent to you. Mr. Short. Should this is there um is there urgency to send this to new business or is is formal session okay? Oh, we just lost him.
7: Motion to send it for new business.
2: Okay, thank you, Vice Chair. Are there any objections? Hearing 96.4 is approved sent to to be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve. Thank you, Vice Chair. Moving us to 6.4. This is contract number 6004842 using 100% grant funding to provide environmental assessments and remediation activities for a 5-acre formal industrial site located at 4559 4 and 4567 Weston Streets. The contractor is American Indian Health Family Services. They are located in Detroit, in my district. They do incredible work. This contract amount is for $350,000. Is there a motion to approve or discuss 6.5?
7: Motion to approve.
2: Are there any objections? Hearing none, 6.5 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Vice Chair, would you mind uh, a request for new business? Motion. Thank you, Vice Chair. 6.5 will be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve. Thank you so much. They do incredible work um, when it comes to our our health in the district and across the city. 6.6 through 6.8, these are all time extensions for Prop N contracts. Is there a motion to discuss them together? Motion. Discussion. Thank you both. 6.6 is contract number 6003321. This is a f- amendment number one with 100% bond funding to provide an extension of time for proposal N, Residential Demolition Release A Group, A21. The contractor is SC Environmental Services, LLC, located in Detroit for the... Increase time to be through December 31st, 2023, and there is no um, amended uh, funds for this. 6.7 is contract number 6003322, amendment number one. This is using 100% bond funding. This is to provide an extension of time only for proposal and residential demolition release. A group. A-22, the contractor is SC Environmental Services, LLC, they're located in Detroit. And 6.8 is contract number 6003305, amendment number one. This is to provide an extension of time only for proposal N, residential demolition group A, group A-5. And the contractor is SC Environmental Services, located in Detroit. We are discussing these together. Uh, Mr. Washington, is our director still online with us?
15: Um, yes, Madam Chair, she should still be
3: online.
2: If we can move Director Counts over as a panelist, please.
3: Madam Chair, Director Counts has been promoted.
1: Thank you. Lawan Counts, Director of the Detroit
0: Demolition Department.
2: Good morning, Director. Just one quick question. Um, if you can please let us know what the extension the time for is, is for.
0: Um, through the chair, similar to the other contracts, uh, the demo contracts that we brought before you um, in previous weeks, this contractor experienced delays because of the shortage in materials for um, sidewalks. Um, as you know, we are now requiring our contractors to replace any sidewalks that they damage in the course of the demolition. Um, and so, uh, as a part of that work, um, they were delayed because the materials that we need in order to actually make the sidewalk materials um, was not available. Um, and so we wanted to allow them that additional time to make that happen because that was not um, at their own fault. Um, and so we would like to be able to um, extend them the spring and the summer of this year to complete those sidewalk replacements and then to close out the balance of their contract. Um, they, we, we anticipate them being done well before the 31st of this year, um, but the intent is to make sure that we don't have to come back and ask for that additional time.
2: Thank you, Director. I appreciate that. If there are no other questions, there is another question, Member Waters.
16: Um, yes, um, I want to ask you, uh, Director Counts. When when people are asking for additional time to complete these projects, especially prop in uh, dollars, we are still allowing them to bid on new contracts. And we know that they have not completed, you know, the project that they've already been assigned. So, why are we allowing them? They should. About a month ago, I think the same uh, contractor bid on some additional work, but now they're coming back wanting
0: an extension on on this work.
2: Director.
0: Through the chair, um, this this extension of time was not at the request of the contractors. This was at the request of the department. Um, we completely understood that all of the contractors were experiencing this challenge, and so it it was the right thing to do um, from an operation standpoint. Um, if the contractor had not made proper progress as it related to their demos, we did not request an extension. And we did have contractors who fell into under that category, and those contractors are also currently on suspension and are not allowed to bid. Um, so if they were not making adequate progress on the actual demo work, we did not request for the extension. But because this was solely on the, con- on the sidewalk side, um, it was, it was the proper thing to do operationally because it was something that they could not work around. It, the department has stepped in as well in order to try and source the, the shortage material. I mean, we were not successful in actually obtaining that material either. Um, and so with that being the case, we had to allow them that additional time to be able to write that portion of their work.
16: All right, thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Member Waters. Okay, thank you.
2: Are there any other questions? Hearing none. Thank you, Director. Is there a motion to approve 6.6 through 6.8? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 6.6 through 6.8 are all approved, to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. 6.9. Is contract number six zero zero five zero six eight this is using revenue to provide Michigan Community Health Worker Alliance classroom instruction and training from the Detroit Health Department the contractor is Henry Ford College located here in Detroit for the total revenue to not exceed one hundred and nineteen thousand and this is for health is there a motion to discuss motion Thank you both. Mr. Washington, who do we have to discuss 6.9?
15: We have Andre Blair online.
2: If we can move him over as a panelist.
3: Madam Chair, he has been promoted.
2: Thank you. Good morning, if you wouldn't mind stating your name and title for the public.
22: Good morning, Andre Blair, Director of Operations, Detroit Health Department.
2: Thank you for joining us, Director. Just a quick question. If you wouldn't mind sharing with us what this program looks like, and then I'm wondering if the workers that are trained through this program stay in the city after they've completed um, this, this training.
22: Uh, So to answer the first part of your question, uh, this is a through a partnership with uh, Henry Ford Community College, uh, where they have people that are coming that need to get certified by the health department. So the revenue comes from Henry Ford Health, uh, you know, basically paying the city for the trainers to go and do these certifications. As for the uh, if the people remain in the city, I will have to check into that and get back to you um, because I'm not sure. I would assume they're just people that are mm-hmm. enrolled from the city um, and from surrounding areas that are going to Henry Ford uh, Community College. But I would have to check just to make sure.
2: No, that makes sense. Thank you, director. I appreciate that. Are there any other questions from my members, from my colleagues? Hearing nine. Thank you, director, for joining us. Thank you. Is there a motion to approve 6.9? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing 9 6.9 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Moving this to 6.10, this is contract number 6004973, using 100% FTA funding to provide repair and replacement services for plumbing-related items on an as-needed basis at DDOT facilities. The contractor is the Desima LLC. They are located in Detroit for the total amount of 800000 and this is for transportation. Is there a motion to discuss or approve
4: 6.10?
16: Motion to approve.
2: Are there any objections? Hearing on 6.10 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. Moving us down to the Department of Appeals and Hearings. 6.11 and 6.12 are both uh, dangerous buildings findings and orders. Is there a motion to discuss them together? discussion thank you thank you member waters 6.11 is a report related to the dangerous buildings findings and orders for February 10th 2023 and 6.12 is the dangerous buildings findings and orders for February 17th 2023 is there a motion to receive and file
16: motion
2: are there any objections hearing 9 6.11 and 6.12 will be received and filed 6.13 Six point thirteen through six point twenty one. These are all re- recessions. Uh, from the from B seed is there a motion to discuss these together?
16: Discussion.
2: Thank you, Member Waters. I will read through these, and then I have a general question for all of these recessions. So, six point thirteen. And just a quick note to make this go a little bit faster, all of the addresses that I will be reading, I just received a note that I can't be heard via Zoom.
3: Madam Chair, I can hear you.
2: Okay, thank you for letting us know, Ms. Mitchell. Mr. Washington, can you hear us now?
15: Yes, Madam Chair, I can hear you all now.
2: Okay, we are back in action. Please let us know if you can't hear us if that happens again. Thank you for the note. So, as I was saying, the following items are all recessions. So, I'm going to read them all um, for, for speed. Um, but the following addresses have all been recommended, uh, have all a recommendation, a recommendation for recession.
1: is address 7500
2: Michigan Avenue. 6.14 is 1625 Lawrence. 6.15 is 18943 John. 6.16 is 1642 Culverts. 6.17 is 19969 Hannah. 6.18 is 2073 Hazelwood. 6.19 is 13120 LaSalle Boulevard. 6.20 is 4884 Anderdon. And 6.21 is 5421 Kaepernick. Mr. Washington, is there anybody online that could answer some brief questions regarding these recessions.
1: Madam Chair, I do not
15: have anyone online at this time, but if we bring this back at the end, I can reach out to BC.
2: Thank you. We just never received any images regarding um, these properties and why they came to their decision. And after we did our own quick Google searches, and I know that it is, it's not always the most accurate information. A lot of these buildings seem um, salvageable, but we'll see uh, what they have to say. Thank you, Mr. Washington. So we will come back through to 6.13 through 6.21. Without objection, we will move on to the rest of the agenda. Six points twenty-two. This is a recommendation for denial. This is five nine three zero East Lawn, and I also have a question regarding um, this item as well. So we'll wait to hear from Mr. Washington to see if there's anybody that can discuss this item.
16: And hey, Madam Chair,
2: yes, Member Waters.
16: You know, I have I take issue with having to approve this thing. Not hearing from the owners, you know, because I mean, even though we might have addressed it before, I don't recall what the owners had to say at that time and why they are now going to cancel the deferrals and so forth and so on. Mm -hmm. I just think it's fair to whoever whoever owns the property that we should at least have a brief conversation with them. I I don't like this.
2: My assumption is that BC has spoken with them, so I would like to hear if they have, if they've spoken to, with, with the property owners. I'm not sure, but we'll wait to hear from BC um, why they came to this conclusion and if they have any updated information for us regarding these properties. But I have those same thoughts, Member Waters, just trying to hear from B. All right. Um, 6.23 through 6.25 are more recessions, so without objection, we will continue on to 6.26 these are deferrals which i feel much more comfortable with uh, and i don't have any questions on so we will begin uh through we'll begin going through these items while we wait for someone from BC to discuss the the formal items with us 6.26 through 6.35 these are all deferrals Is there a motion to discuss 6.26 through 6.35? Discussion. Thank you, Member Waters. Again, as a note, the following addresses are all deferrals. 6.26 is deferring 8034 St. Mary's, and the rest of the addresses are deferrals as well. 6.25 is 14340 Evergreen. 6.28, 6.28. I think I said six point twenty five. I meant six point twenty seven if I did um, misspeak. Six point twenty-eight is is address one six five one zero Lindsay. Six point twenty nine is five four five three West Fort. Six point thirty is seventy five fifty eight Rutland six point thirty-one is nine eight two zero McKenney. Six point twenty two thirty two is seventy seven sixty nine Dayton, six point thirty three is one nine seven five one Dresden, six point thirty four is one one eight one one Meringue, six point thirty five is one zero, it's one six zero three three Evanston. Period. So, 6.26 through 6.35 are all the deferrals that I just read out. Is there a motion to concur with departments for those deferrals?
16: No motion.
2: Are there any objections? Hearing none, we will concur with departments recommendations to defer those properties. I will now take us to <coughs> 6.36. This is under the Office of the Chief Financial Officer, Office of Development and Grants. (coughs) 6.36 is to submit a a grant application to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency for the fiscal year 2023 Solid Waste Infrastructure for Recycling Grants. This is very timely, given our time in Seattle, recently hearing about all the work that they are doing. Is there a motion to discuss 6.36 motion. Thank you, Member Waters. Mr. Washington, is there anybody here that can discuss 6.36 with us?
1: Yes, I believe we have Madison Cross online. If we can move him over as a panelist, Madam Chair, the director has been promoted. (coughs) Thank you. Hi there,
23: Maddie Cross, Recycling Coordinator, Department of Public Works.
1: Hello, good morning.
2: Thank you for joining us. Just have a quick question. Wondering if there are goals and metrics that the city has Regarding um, this grant and regarding recycling in the city?
23: Yeah, absolutely. So, Um, This grant in particular is for recycling infrastructure. At this time, our curbside recycling system has about 40% participation by residential um, single family households. Um, This grant will give us about 20,000 additional carts each year, which is more than double um, our current cart distribution um, in partnership with the next grant that we'll see on our docket today. Um, We're hoping to do a lot more education and outreach and um, really increase the amount of carts that are out there to get to about 66% recycling participation. Um, And in terms of our recycling and waste diversion goals, um, we have a goal of achieving 30% uh, diversion by 2029 as set by our sustainability action agenda.
2: And what does that mean, diversion for the public that might not understand what that actually means?
23: Sure, so right now um, our waste goes to a landfill, our waste goes to a recycling facility, or our waste, mostly organic brush um, and things like that will be either composted or it'll be turned into mulch. Um, So the types of waste that are not going to landfill, so they're being either composted, mulched, recycled, AKA they're being reused or uh, put back into our economy for um, not being wasted in a landfill. uh, That is considered waste diversion. So items that are not going to a landfill.
2: Thank you so much. I appreciate the work. Um, and this is good to see. Do we have any other questions from my colleagues? Hearing none, is there a motion to approve 6.36? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 6.36 is approved. Is there a motion to send to new business?
16: Motion.
2: This will be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve. Thank you all. Moving us along to 6.37, this is an authorization to submit a grant application to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency for the fiscal year 2023 Recycling Education and Outreach Grants. Is there a motion to approve 6.37? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 6.37 is approved to be sent to, is there a motion to send to new business? Motion. To be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve. Thank you, Member Waters. Under the Legislative Policy Division 6.38, this is um, what we discussed earlier. This is to recognize March as Developmental Disabilities Awareness Month. We were requested by the community to support such resolution. I am happy to see it um, drafted. Thank you, LPD. Is there a motion to approve? And to oh yes LPD is there a motion for discussion motions okay. thank you LPD
22: uh, good morning Philip Keller LPD I just wanted to clarify that um, revisions were made to the original draft um, the one attached to the agenda is the original um, okay. draft but the one if it, if approved the one going to formal session would be the the updated revised version.
2: Wonderful, and we would have that on time. I will ask for a motion to send this to new business. We will have it in time for tomorrow So we have it already it's already been
22: submitted. Okay,
2: thank you. Thank you for that Is there a motion to approve and to send to new business
16: motion?
2: Hearing no objection 6.38 is approved and will be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve Moving us to 6.39. This is a recommendation for deferral of 9585 Ohio. Is there a motion to approve with discussion? Motion. Thank you. Mr. Washington, do we have anybody with us yet from BSEED? Madam Chair, my
1: apologies. Which line item is this?
2: This is 6.38, it's regarding a deferral.
15: Um, We do have Jessica Parker online.
2: Okay, if we can move over Ms. Parker as a panelist.
3: Madam Chair, Ms. Parker has been promoted.
1: Thank you. Good morning, Ms. Parker. Good to see you again. Good morning. My
2: question actually might be to, um, well, it might be to you. I'm not sure to you or LPD, Um, but this is a question regarding um, the verbiage. The line item says that this is a second deferral request, but the attachment says that this is the first deferral request. So we're just double checking which one is correct.
19: To the chair, I, I'm not sure which line item you're on. I just jumped on because I got the call.
2: Apologies, um, 6.39, this is regarding deferrals.
19: Okay, of properties. Um, so I can confirm that, but let me just um, answer the question as far as deferrals. So when the department denies or um, denies a, a deferral application it's because the information provided does not meet our standards. As far as um, the timeline for construction, Um, the scope of work that they plan to do in that rehab, and how they plan to meet that requirement. We can deny a deferral application on those um, basis. Now, when we rescind a deferral, that means, because a deferral acts as a pause in the demo, correct? So when we approve the deferral application, that is a contract that we enter into that property owner to say, hey, by this date, you are expected to pull apartments. You're supposed to have so much construction done within a six-month period. When they don't meet that requirement, we do rescind the deferral and we send it back to this honorable body to move on it to um, grant the ODM. So in this situation, I have to confirm um, if this is the first or second, if you can give me a chance to do that and then I can provide that answer for you. But I just overall wanted to give you um, an understanding of why we could rescind a deferral application.
2: Understood. And and you're discussing the items 6.13 through 6.21, your... um, the the information you just shared with us regarding rescinding deferrals, because we we did have questions uh, regarding all of the um, items that that you are rescinding. Let me get through the rest of the agenda, um, and then we'll go back to those items. We might have to bring you back, because I think Member Waters has a few more questions for you. Um, But when it comes to – and now give me a moment to go back to – where we were.
19: And to the chair, if I could ask, mm-hmm. are there specific addresses that the questions may pertain to so that I can make sure that I'm providing the most accurate information?
2: Yes. So okay. thank you for double checking 6.39 for me. We will move on to the rest of the agenda because um, once we're done, we're going to go back to item 6.13. Through six point twenty one, and I believe there's maybe a handful more uh, addresses that were rescinded, and we do have some questions regarding those items, so we have to go back um, once I'm done with with the rest of our agenda, which we are getting close to the end here. But we'll call you when we're ready to discuss six point thirteen.
19: Okay, to the chair, um, would it be? I can. I'm more than willing to come back, but would it be? Um, the best approach if I put everything in writing.
2: That would, that would be very helpful, I believe. Okay. And and there might be some questions that um you, you may need to include in that write-up that you're going to offer us. So thank okay. you for joining us. I appreciate it. Um, I'll get through the rest of the agenda and then we'll go back to those items. And I think some, something in, in writing would be
23: good for us.
1: Okay.
2: Okay, thank Sounds you so good. much. Thank you. So I Have no issues with 639 just wanted to make that note which um, Ms. Parker is going to follow up on uh, Just for the consistency of language um, But now that I've given her that information. I feel comfortable moving on with 6.39 if there are no other questions uh, There was a motion to approve. Are there any objections madam chair? Yes, dr. Powers
8: the motion is to concur Oh,
2: you're correct. Thank you. Uh, do we uh, is there a motion to concur with the department's recommendations? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, we will concur with the department's recommendations for 6.39. Under the Department of Public Works, 6.40. 6.40 is the acquisition of 8020 and 8040 West Chicago via a donation from Independent Scrap LLC. Is there a motion to approve or discuss 6.40?
16: Motion.
2: Motion to approve. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 6.40 is approved to be sent to formal with the recommendation to approve.
7: What to new business.
2: 6.40, there's a motion to send to new business. Are there any objections? Hearing none, 6.40 will be sent to new business with the recommendation to approve. Under the Department of Public Works and City Engineering Division, 6.41 is a petition of Detroit Housing Commission request to vacate to utility easements, the public alley bounded by Pallister Avenue, Rosa Parks Boulevard, Churchill Avenue, and Bethune Ave. Is there a motion to approve or discuss 6.41? Motion, Hearing no objection, we will approve 6.41. sent to formal with the recommendation to approve. 6.42 is a petition of Murphy Telegraph Building Co. Request for encroachments of a below grade area way within the southerly part of West Congress streets and the easterly part of Shelby streets, adjacent to the parcel commonly known as 151 West Congress streets. Is there a motion to approve or discuss 6.42? Motion to
7: approve.
2: Are there any objections? Hearing none, 6.42 is approved to be sent to formal session with the recommendation to approve. We are now under miscellaneous 6.43 is a memo relative to aging, stirred action, state action on guns. Is there a motion to discuss?
7: Motion.
2: Thank you, Vice Chair. LPD, were you requested to work on this?
22: Uh, Yes, Philip Keller, LPD. Uh, I believe um, I submitted a uh, resolution last week on this item.
2: You submitted it to the council president's office?
22: To the clerk's office. To the
2: clerk's office. Okay. Mm, I don't believe they received that just yet. So we are going to... I'm going to ask to bring this back in one week, just to ensure that they received it. If there's any questions for any follow-ups, that you're able to work through that together, LPD.
18: It, Tom Stevens, LPD. It's, it's. I just. It's just popped up on the on the page. The LPD reports. It is. It is. It has been submitted to eScribe, so it's available Great. to the council members Great. in the system.
2: Thank so. you, thank you. Um, as I mentioned, we'll just bring this back in one week, just to ensure that if there's any other questions or work to be done. And that that gets done before we receive and file this is there a motion to bring back 6.43 in one week Motion. Without objection we will bring back 6.43 in one week 6.44 and 6.45 are both memos through my office we still have some work to do on both of these and we're requesting the two wing bring back is there a motion to bring back 6.44 and 6.45 in two
16: weeks
23: motion
2: without objection we will bring back 6.44 and 6.45 in two weeks which brings us to the end of our agenda before getting to member reports i would like to go back up to 6.13 and if Ms. Parker is still with us, if we can move her over as a panelist. Is there a motion to discuss 6.13 through 6.21? Motion. Thank you, Vice Chair.
3: Madam Chair, Ms. Parker is no longer with us.
2: Okay, Mr. Washington.
15: Yes, Madam Chair, I'm reaching out right now, if you give me just a moment.
2: Okay, thank you. While we wait for Ms. Parker to join us, without, if, if, I, if, there, if there is no objection, which folks like to do some member reports, Vice Chair? No
6: report.
2: Member Waters?
6: No report.
2: While we wait for Ms. Parker, just want to thank our Vice Chair for putting together a really wonderful learning excursion last week. In Seattle, we all learned a lot regarding what they're doing to fight climate change, to invest in their environments, to protections for their residents. I know that I'm very inspired um, and very hopeful. There's a lot of administrative staff is there as well from the mayor's office. They're doing a lot of really great work, and I would hope to see us doing that work as well. Uh, so thank you for having us there. I'm excited to see what what work we can do here in the city, Mr. Washington.
15: Um, yes, Ms. Parker is back online now.
2: Thank you so much. If we can move her over as a panelist.
16: So dido, Madam Chair.
2: Thank you, Member Waters. And if we can also discuss uh, six point twenty three through six point twenty five. These are all of the recession, uh, rescinding uh, referrals. Is there a motion to discuss 6.13 through 6.21 and 6.23 through 6.25? Motion. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Parker, for joining us. So you were giving us a little bit of information regarding the decision to rescind um, deferrals, but we did have some questions from Member Waters and I appreciate your um, your notes to have all this in writing for us. Um, but so you mentioned that you would rescind a deferral if there's not enough information provided, if they're not working on the proper timeline. Are there any other reasons why you would rescind someone's referral?
19: So yes, if, just looking at the notes to the chair, I'm sorry, just reading the notes that we provided, um, we would rescind a referral, deferral, I'm sorry. If they haven't met the timeline, if we conduct our inspection at the scheduled time and the building is still vacant and open, um, we see exterior blight, and if they do not move to try to secure the building and remove the blight in the in the timeframe that we give them, then yes, we would move to rescind the deferral.
2: And that makes sense, but have you provided us photos? I don't, my, my team and I didn't receive any photos of these addresses.
19: We can definitely provide photos if that's what you need.
2: That would be and very is that, helpful.
19: Is that something you want going forward when we yes. were send a deferral? Okay. Yes.
2: yes, please. Thank you. That's not a problem. I mean to Member Waters' question, it was, you know, where are we today with the state of the properties? So photos um of the up most of the of the updated uh state of the properties would be very helpful. Um okay. I know I know for for myself and, and I'm sure for my colleagues as well. Member Waters, did you have other questions?
16: Um <clears throat> Shy of, thank you, Madam Chair, shy of me personally hearing from the property owner. I'd like to see if there was a certified letter or something that was sent to them saying that you're rescinding that deferral um, with some sort of return receipt. I'm just not in the business of demolishing somebody's property if they don't know about it. I'm just so extremely uncomfortable with that.
19: To the chair, if I could just um, respond to that. So when they sign that application, because that's what the deferral is, it is an application. They get a timeline and they tell us that they're going to meet that timeline by certain dates. And they understand that if they don't, that we have the right to say we are going to recommend this property to be rescinded to your body. Because we, we have buildings out there, residential and commercial that have been blighted for years. And we've tried working with the property owner. We want to work with them. We don't want to demolish buildings. We don't want to tear down buildings that could be saved. And that's why we try to give the property owner time. And those that do meet those deadlines and come into compliance, even if they don't do it within that six-month period, if they show progress, we are willing to work with them. But we're talking about property owners that keep the building open to trespasses. They don't remove the exterior blight. And it's a nuisance in the city, in the community.
16: Member Waters. Thank you, Madam Chair. I, um, I understand, but I, but I also know that errors do happen in, in various departments, in government in particular. Um, I need some proof that that person, those individuals, actually received that notification that you were rescinding their deferrals. I need proof.
19: City Chair, that is not a problem, and I understand where you're coming from, and we can provide that.
16: Uh, can you divide, uh, provide it before I vote? Because I I need to see it.
19: Um, I I can do my best, to the Chair.
16: Then we need to bring it back because I need to see those. I need to see, I need to make sure, Madam Chair, that the owners have seen this. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I I I I need to know. That both sides are doing what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm.
19: Understandable. Thank you,
16: Member. So I, so I move to bring this back in one week until I can see some proof, all of these.
2: Okay. I will hand it over to our Vice Chair who has a follow up mm-hmm. question for discussion. but uh, uh, thank, thank you. For you. That H-
7: having seen demolitions for a number of years and presided over dangerous buildings as well, I'm always concerned when it comes to erring on the side of property owners versus the side of the residents. And the reason that we have a dangerous buildings ordinance is because of the health, safety, and welfare of our residents. Detroit has gotten used to in thinking that chaos is normal. Chaos is not normal. Having this level of blight and abandonment in our communities is dangerous, it's toxic, and it causes a certain level of trauma on our families and our youth. And when you see people moving out of our neighborhoods, that's one of the reasons, especially concerning for me when it comes to open and dangerous buildings are the number of young people who are drug in and raped and murdered in these buildings. And through yourself, Madam Chair, to the administration, how many young children, young people and adults were drug into abandoned and blighted properties in 2022 and 2021 and murdered and raped? We had that report at one time and I haven't seen it updated in a number of years. I just have to reflect and remind people that there's a reason we have this ordinance and these open and dangerous buildings are an attractive nuisance and all kinds of nefarious activities happen in these properties within our neighborhoods. And to get to the point where we're rescinding a deferral means that property was already deferred once, which meant the owner came out and told us at a dangerous buildings hearing that they were going to handle the issue to bring that property into compliance with certain times. It's just as simple as putting up boards, as putting a tarp on a roof, but there's also a level of responsibility for owning property within the city of Detroit. And if it's abandoned, you have to comply with our Dangerous Buildings Ordinance, and there's a reason. And if you look at one reason, it's very particular to me, is the number of people who are drugged into these buildings and raped, and if you look at those stats, you look at the number of boys, little boys, and little girls who are victims in these homes. And so I'm just really always concerned about people complying with that and I err on the side of the community because I've lived in neighborhoods where there has been heavy blight and just the trauma and knowing that children walk past these homes on a regular basis and then in this winter and spring when it's still dark at 7 a.m and children are on their way to school the danger is there and it's real I'm hoping that we err on the side of the community as well here thank you
16: Thank you, Vice Chair. Madam Chair. Member Waters. And so I don't disagree with anything that my colleague has just said because I'm concerned about community safety as well. But I'm also concerned about, about people who actually own this property. And since he did bring up the fact that um, about how many people have been dragged into various buildings, um, I'd like for the, the addresses to be included. And if, in fact, one of these buildings – so that's on our list today. It was one of them. Uh, I'd like to have the addresses included so I can compare. That's number one. But number two, I don't believe that it's going to hurt this process uh, one bit uh, if I can receive some proof that they were properly notified. That you know that they know that you are rescinding their deferral. I don't. I don't think that's asking too much. I. I need to know that.
2: Thank you, Member Waters, and. Knowing that if we were to approve this, even if we were to approve this today, homes are not gonna be demolished tomorrow. Um, I understand the need for the one big bring back. So Ms. Parker, um, if we are to bring this back in one week, would you be able to send over the notifications that residents received as well as the photos?
19: To the chair, I'm working on that today.
2: Thank you so much Miss Parker. So that a
19: decision okay. can be made.
2: Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Member Waters, Vice Chair.
7: Discussion? Yes, Vice Chair. All right, and so I know that we've got a lot of scrutiny to this process, but I'm hoping that we can come to a point where this mm-hmm. does become more pro forma. because it's pretty much a pro forma process. And does this mean that we will see this type of evidence moving forward? Because that's what the committee needs. I hope mm-hmm. that we can provide it. What I really don't want to see is a continued delay on how we pro- provide the performance of this process and the children and those residents who live amongst blight in these abandoned properties, they also deserve um, quick action and response to these properties being taken down if people are not performing, as they indicate, when they come to this body and say that they are going to take care of a blighted property. And they don't.
2: So, Vice Chair, I did ask Miss Parker, moving forward, to forward those photos to us whenever <coughs> this is going to be, um, whenever these... Re- these um, addresses are going to be rescinded, but to your points, um, also just receiving the notification. So both photos and notifications to be sent to us um, before we vote moving forward. And so,
16: Madam Chair? Yes, Member Waters? (laughs) Okay. You know, sometimes, you know, BC brings us properties that can be saved, okay? That's number one. Number two, there have been times that I have been driving through the city, and I love driving all over the city sometimes, that I've literally had to write down an address, and I'm thinking, why isn't this on that, on that list? This should be torn down probably before some of the ones that they bring to us, you see. So, so I, I'm not always just gung-ho about approving things that BCs bring to me because they're saying that it's the right thing to do. I need proof. And and, and and I stand by that.
2: I have to do that. Understood. Thank you both. Thank you both. Thank so, you, Ms. Parker, Vice Chair.
7: Just to make sure, when I just want to make sure that everybody knows the ground rules. And so I appreciate the robust conversation, the protections for property owners. We also want to make sure when we get to this point, that when all the boxes have been checked, we don't add new ones. And so if making sure that we have all this information is what we want as a body... I would just like to make sure that the administration, BC, knows that. And so when it gets to this body, that we can make a decision and not have to worry that we didn't get the information we need. So I want to make sure we get photos and that we get proof of service of notification. And then we will have what we need as a body, Correct.
2: Yes, correct, Vice Chair, as has just been mentioned. Thank you.
19: All right, just want to
7: make sure we're on the same page. (laughs) Thank, Thank you
19: for saying that. Exactly. I am more than willing to provide what this body is asking for. I just ask that once we do provide that, that we can move forward because ultimately we're trying to clean up the city and remove blight and make it safe for our citizens that are here. And we send a message, right? We send a message to those that don't care and that don't do the right thing per the ordinance. We're here to work with people, but if you, you don't work with us, then we can't do our job. So I, I appreciate the conversation as well. Um, I hear all the points and we will provide the necessary documentation so that this body feels more comfortable with moving on making a quick decision.
2: Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Ms. Parker. Thank you everyone. Um, and again, for me, the photos are incredibly helpful to your point, Vice Chair. Do not know if I will need another box in the future. Do not see another box in the future, (laughs) but these two will be very helpful moving forward. Thank you, everyone.
3: Thank Um, you.
2: Member Waters, did you want to stick to your motion or are you comfortable moving forward? No, I want to stick to my motion. Okay, so there's a motion then to bring back 6.13 through 6.21 as well as 6.23 through
7: 6.25.
2: Are there any objections? Vice Chair is a no to the bring back. I am okay with the bring back. Again, just noting that the timeline of this, and I hear you Vice Chair, I as well care about the safety of our neighborhoods, but knowing the timeline that approving or moving this back from from one week won't change much. I'm okay with holding this back one week, Oh, I'm so sorry, Dr. Powers. Thank you. I'm also trying to ensure that these are the only...
8: You're still in the middle of the vote, ma'am.
2: She's telling me to be quiet. All right, no other objections. We will bring back 6.13 through 6.21 and 6.23 to 6.25. Thank you, Dr. Powers. I'm just double-checking that there are no more items that, need, that were rescinding the deferrals.
8: You could always go back to that after you just call this vote and then you can. Yep. I hear you, Dr. Powers. Thank you.
2: I don't believe that there were any other items that were rescinding a deferral. So, with that, just wanted to note again that at 1 we do have our dangerous buildings. Madam
8: Chair, excuse me, oh, please. Dr. Powers, what <laughs> am you, I doing you, wrong? You did it. You, you got so involved in looking that you forgot to actually call the result of the vote. You asked for, are there any objections? Mr. Benson said he objects. Yes. But then you didn't say, it passed it the we'll bring it back in one week, you know the motion passes because you were so you know um, Into thank the you discussion. I
2: hear you dr. Power. So there was a motion there was one objection from vice chair That, that motion passes thank you. So we will bring back <laughs> 6.13 through 6.21 and 6.23 through 6.25 dr. Powers in my good to move forward now. Thank you with that, uh, I did not find any other items that were rescinded, uh, that were rescinding the deferrals. So again, at 1.30 we will have our dangerous buildings hearings at 1.30 until Madam then. Madam Chair. Yes, Madam Clerk.
8: Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I believe I missed 6.22. Let
1: me go back.
2: Oh, 6.22 is another, this is a recommendation to deny. We did not vote on this item. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Is there, 6.22 is a recommendation to deny 5930 East
1: Lawn. Uh, did you, did, is there
2: a motion to discuss 6.22? Motion. Thank you.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, Mr. Washington, do we still have uh, Ms. Parker on with us? We may not.
15: I unfortunately, no, she jumped off.
2: Okay, is there a motion to bring back 6.22 in one week? Thank you member waters. Are there any objections?
7: Please show me as a no.
2: Vice chair is a, a no Given the one no uh, the bring back passes 6.22. We were brought back in one week I have a similar question. We looked up this property online and it looks salvageable there was a deferral that was denied just want to get um, some information as to why uh, but 6.22 will be brought back in one week, so we can discuss that next week. Madam Clerk, is there anything else that I may have missed?
16: I believe I have every, everything now.
2: Okay, thank you all so much. Once again, I will see everybody at one thirty. Vice Chair.
7: Through yourself, Madam President, to the administration, please update the report regarding the types and number of crimes in vacant and abandoned properties within the City of Detroit to include um, those committed against minors and adults as well and as per the request of my colleague to include the addresses of those properties also.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: Thank you.
2: Thank you Vice Chair. If there's nothing else to come before us we will now recess to the call of the chair we will
1: recess till 1 Thanks everyone. Thank